welcome back to Purity for Purpose podcast channel. And I believe the Lord let me. The title of the message is Rejoice in the Lord Nonetheless. And I want you to be encouraged and know that this podcast channel is about what God teaches me and I share with other believers and hopes that they'll be built up, set free and encouraged in Jesus name because God loved me through it and I'm loving the listener through it. Those who know Christ as their savior and and maybe going through difficult, challenging times in their lives. I want you to know that you're not by yourself. And God loves you with an everlasting love. Be blessed. Hello. Today I'll be reading from the book of Deuteronomy and the book of Psalms and one uh, chapter and the book of James. And today's topic would be rejoice in the Lord nonetheless. So today I'm going to start with a testimony I heard from the minister, pastor, or evangelist, uh, Sarah Jakes, and she was raised up in the church. Her dad is a famous bishop, Bishop Jakes, and she ended up pregnant at 13 years of age. Now, I can only imagine how her parents must have felt and also how she must have felt being a PK uh, individual or preacher's kid. Um, They go through a lot of pressures to try to measure up um, because they're always in the spotlight. And if you look at it today and see what God has brought her from, you would never know that particular hardship and it's another man and woman of God they're a couple I cannot think of their name right now Um, he was born out of a rape and um, his mother was raped and his mother decided to keep him but he's a minister on uh, television and God continues to use him but more importantly They lost a daughter. Um, I never knew they lost a daughter. And um, it's, it's amazing that these men and women of God, they keep pressing. They keep pressing. They keep pressing to the prize of the mark of the higher calling in Christ Jesus. And they don't turn their back on God. Although they go through trying difficult things in this life. And then, of course, we all heard of uh, uh, Pastor Rick Warren and his testimony about his son committing suicide. But he didn't turn on God. He didn't forget God. He continued to do the work that he was called 
too. Plus, I just found out his wife was on her deathbed at one point. Never knew. But these mighty men and women of God, they stand in the forefront to help God's people, not to harm them, not to hurt them. And this is what my message is about. They keep pressing on, rejoicing in God, nevertheless. And I guess the topic would also be, we as believers, we're not exempt from the cares of this world. We are not exempt, but through Christ Jesus, we can do all things. And I'm going to tell you my testimony in the message because I had to learn and mature as a Christian. Just because you go through hard times, do you run? Do you leave God? And at one point when I was a young Christian, a young lady probably in my... I don't know how my brother, when he got killed by the police, I think I was maybe, maybe 20 in my 20s, if that. But yeah, I was in my 20s. So when he got killed by the police, I was so angry with God. I was angered. And I made a decision to like leave him. But it was so ironic. I would talk to him every day, pray with him every day anyway. But what I ended up doing, I left him by not living holy. And this leads me to the book of Deuteronomy. The book of Deuteronomy says, verse 1, verse 13, excuse me, verse 14. So you shall not turn aside from any of my words, which I command you today to the right or the left to go after other gods to serve them. And that's exactly what I did because I was angry with God. I, I, I think was I still going to church? If I was, I wasn't going on a regular basis, but more importantly, my relationship. I start seeking other God. I start seeking comfort in other things or in people, and particularly men, uh, uh, would ultimately lead to fornication, right? Because I was hurting. I was angry with my God who saved me, but he never told me that I wouldn't go through anything. He never said that. But I was so hurt by my brother's death. And I thought that I would experience no pain. But it was ironic I experienced some pain previously because my auntie died. But no pain like this of my brother. So I was like, okay, enough is enough. I, this thing, this thing, this God thing, it hurts. Because it hurts when you have these expectations that you'll never go through anything in this world. But and then you do. But that is not the Bible. That's not gospel. Okay, and then, and then, as I learned, I got older, and it took it took time because I, I, I this lifestyle that I chose to live, it wasn't fulfilling me. I wasn't content. I wasn't content. So I came back to the Father and asked Him to forgive me, which is called backsliding. 
I was in a black sitting state, even though I may was going, I was attending church at times and I was still praying to the Lord, my heavenly father, but I wasn't committed to him. It was a commitment of giving my whole life to him completely and solely, even in the trying times, even in the painful times. I didn't give him my whole heart or I took my whole heart back because of the pain. And as I mentioned previously about these men and women of God who've been through things in their life, being pastors in the world's eye, I would have never known they've been through that pain. But me being his age today, I can attest to that pain and not leaving God because of it now. Because God is good nonetheless. And in this world, we will go through things because this is not heaven. But God will give us. His burdens are easier when we're in Him than being without Him. And, and this is, I pray that you're encouraged today. I'm not a preacher. I don't, I don't yell. This is for teaching purposes because I want to drive the message home to let you know that when you go through things, don't leave God. Don't leave him. Stay with him even while you're hurting. Tell him how bad it hurts. He'll get you to the other side. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 14. Once again, so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you today to the right or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. And that's what I did. And then sometimes, like I mentioned, I still was going to church. Deuteronomy 28 verse 47 is perfect because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything. For the abundance of everything. Because I did not serve the Lord my God at that time with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything. Hallelujah. So in the abundance of the pain that I go through today, that you may go through today, you can still serve Him with gladness and joyness of heart even though you're experiencing challenging things because God never said that you would not go through even while you may be in pain like I was back then when I lost my brother I could have served the Lord with joyness and gladness believing that he will get me through it Believing, standing on his word says, you will never leave me nor forsake me. I apply the scriptures today. I speak them. I say them because it's powerful. These words that I speak are promises that he promised me as his child. Through his son, Jesus Christ on the cross, when I became a joint heir, of the family of God through Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, and his resurrection, because I believe. So since I believe in the Son, 
these promises in the word, they belong to me today and they belong to you, my brother and sister in Christ Jesus. And oftentimes and not, we may feel as if we're lacking something when trials and tribulations come. They come. They come. It's not always going to be as the as the saying goes, peaches and cream. But we have joy in Christ Jesus. But it's a choice. It's a choice. Now I'm going to go to uh, um, Psalms 37. It says. Don't fret because of evildoers. You can replace evildoers with anything. Don't don't fret because of whatever you may go, be going through in your life. Right? Don't fret. Don't worry. He says, let's turn to it. He says, don't be envious of the workers of iniquity. Don't. Don't be envious. He, these are... This is the Psalm of David. David, from his experience, he's writing to the reader or to the believer. Don't don't fret because of those people who do evil. Don't even envy the workers of iniquity. Because if you read verse two, it'll tell you why. But then, I, but I'm gonna jump to verse three. Trust in the Lord and do good. That's that's what you do. You still trust in the Lord no matter what. Don't run from the Lord. Don't leave the Lord. Don't forsake the Lord because it's difficult, because it's challenging. Right? He says, trust in the Lord and do good. It says, dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Stay where you are and feed on his promises. How are you going to feel on this promise? Get in the word. Read him. Speak his promises to you. Speak them out loud. Well, God, you said this. And then he says, delight yourself also in the Lord. Delight yourself in him. But I ask this question. This is interesting to me because in Psalms 37 verse 1, he says, don't fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. I said, well, why? Because they often use the scripture, delight yourself in the Lord. Delight yourself also in the Lord. He gives you the desires of your heart. They always use the scripture as. As. Um, as a go to. For. For. Uh, your dreams or ambitions. Or. Or uh, monetary things. That you desire. But it's interesting enough here when he talks about your enemy. So how does that go together, right? He's talking about your enemy. Do not fret because of your evildoers. Do not be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall be soon cut down like grass and wither as to green herb. But he says, trust in the Lord. That's your job. That's the directive. Trust in the Lord. He gives you certain things. Don't fret. Don't be envious. Trust in the Lord. Do good. Dwell in the land. 
Feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord. So he's telling you, delight in the Lord. Why? Don't fret. Don't worry about your, uh, the evildoers. Trust in the Lord. Still do good. Live in the land. Feed on his promises. Delight yourself in him. Right? This is amazing. He's giving you directives on how to get through it. Like I said, you can pray, don't fret because of whatever you're going through. You can replace evildoers to something that you may be going through right now. Replace it. Don't fret because of cancer. Don't fret because of isolation. Don't fret because of unemployment. Whatever you're going to today, don't fret. Don't fret. Trust in the Lord. Do good. Because when I was younger, when my brother died, I was angry with God. And I'm so glad that my God is able to deal with what I went through at that time, at that age, at that stage in my Christian walk. But we trust in the Lord. We don't we don't render evil when somebody does evil to us. We still do good. Or even though somebody may not even be doing evil to you. You still do good in land even though you may be going through a challenging time. As those men and women of God, they still came up and showed up every day ministering the word of God. While they were ill, while while, while his son committed suicide. My God. While this other man and woman of God lost their daughter. I think Paula White lost her daughter to cancer as well. And I'm saying these names because they're popular people that the listener may be familiar with. They kept showing up doing the work of the Lord doing good. That's my point and that's why I'm here today. I'm sharing the word of God and, and hoping that you, my brother and sister, can overcome that which you may be going through today because I believe it's important for the believers to know that the word of God is real, that the word of God is powerful, and that we use it not just for riches and wealth because the riches and wealth that we possess is the word of God. But we must use it. We must speak it. We must make it a part of our lives. We must breathe, sleep, eat it. Because it's powerful. And he says, commit your way to the Lord. Commit it. Trust also in him. So it's some things that we have to do. It even goes, I'm skipping over this. So revert Psalm 37 for yourselves, please. I'm focusing on the directives that he's telling us when we're going through. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. Hallelujah. Verse 7. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Don't fret. Cease from anger. Forsake wrath. Don't fret. And he gives you reasons why to do these things. To help you as a believer. As God's child. The only way we could do this is if we trust and believe. Right? We trust and believe. And then in verses 18 of Psalms, excuse me, Psalms 18, verses 20, 21, it says, 
the Lord rewarded me. This is, I believe, David also. The Lord, yes, David. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. He recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from God. That right there. Sometimes when we go through hard things, we want to leave God. We want to forsake him. No. Wait for him patiently. Like in Psalms 37, wait on him. Trust in him. Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. I didn't do anything evil. I could have. I could have decided to do something evil or forsake God because it's challenging or because it's difficult, because it's hard. He said, for I kept the ways of the Lord. Back then, I didn't keep the ways of the Lord. But as I began to read and study and listen to other men and women of God teach and uh, use the word and apply the word to their lives, I said, I want to keep the word of the Lord. And also, chastisement make you keep the, the ways of the Lord. When you get disciplined, you like, forget that. Forget that. I'm going to hang in here with the grace of God. Hallelujah. But my point to you today, my brother and sister, don't turn to the left. Don't turn to the right. Keep the ways of the Lord and he will reward you for that. Hallelujah. He will reward you for keeping the ways of the Lord despite of how it looks. You know the famous story of Job, Joseph, David. He's his own child tried to kill him. You talk about dysfunction. Nothing new is under the sun. But keep the ways of the Lord. Nonetheless, rejoice in the Lord. Nonetheless, no matter what it looks like. Hallelujah. Rejoice in him. So God wants his children to know that he loves them. He has your back and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I love that when David said, for I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. Even though he was going through the enemies, his enemies were after him. Whatever the enemy is in your life, the sickness, the illness, a person, your your business seem like you're coming in against opposition with your business plan. No, trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't be envious. Because in um, Psalms 18, David was talking about his enemies. They were after him. So that lets me know that we as saints, we go through and sometimes we don't hear that in, 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 um, maybe enough. But I thank God more recently, these men and women of God have been using the word and telling the, the listeners to use the Bible, the scriptures. The examples of the other people who went through things in the Bible and who overcame great trials and tribulations through the power of the living God. 
So in this earth, know that you will go through things. Life is not perfect because it's not heaven. But we, our God is powerful. And I, I just, I heard the testimony of John Hagee today, never knew. He said a man came in his church and pulled a gun. And he said, I could see the bullets in the gun. And he said, I was going to, he said, I'm going to kill you to show you that Satan is more powerful than your God. And he said, it was, it was a congregation in there. He held up the Bible and he says, I can't quote him exactly. These promises, he quoted the scripture and he said, these promises of God, I think he said, no, I don't remember. I can't, I don't want to misquote him. But the bottom line is he used the word of God and the man shot the gun, but none, none of the bullets they miss. So the power of God prevailed and I'm giving his testimony here because he went through that as a pastor, as a person who, who, never knew sometimes men and women of God they don't always tell you what they go through and they still stand in the front lines preaching the word of God so others can overcome they have a passion for souls these are the real men and women of God I'm not talking about the other ones right now I'm giving honor to the men and women of God who love God who have been persecuted, who have been through difficult things in life, and they never gave up by having faith, because this, this is a faith walk. My God, this is a faith walk indeed. A faith walk. And they do every step that they do by faith. They didn't turn to the left. They didn't turn to the right, worshiping another God. They still, even though I I think I remember um, Pastor Rick Warren said when a son committed suicide because it was publicized because he's a very known, uh, well-known man of God. And um, somebody, I think they posted something on his social media. They teased him. This is how the devil is. They teased him because of his son committing suicide, probably making a mockery out of the God that he believed in. And that's what the enemy does. But guess what? Rick Warren, Pastor Rick Warren, that is, still loves the Lord. And the message I'm trying to drive home today, that's the whole gist of this Christian walk. The whole gist of it. You're going to go through things in this life. Hallelujah. But you still believe in your God. And you still giving your God glory. That's the whole gist of it. That's the whole. I'm just summing it up. This is the purpose of you being on earth. When you go through challenging times in this world. In this life. That you still praise in the name of your God. With with what? What is it says right here? With a pure heart. With joy and gladness of heart. For the abundance of everything. They still serve God even though they were in pain. 
Hallelujah. They still serve God after they lost their daughter. They still serve God after their daughter uh, had a child out of wedlock at a young age. They still serve God. They didn't turn their back on God and say, I'm not going to be a pastor or a preacher anymore. I'm not going to minister. They, 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 they told, they used their testimony to bring, lift up other people to let them know that you can overcome too, that God will never leave you nor forsake you no matter what situation you're in as a believer. And I say this to you today, that God never left me. When I was hurt, when I lost my brother. Because God was committed to me, although I wasn't committed to him back then. But I'm committed to him today. Hallelujah. Because all the experiences that I went through. And it makes us stronger. It makes us better for him. Not for ourselves, but for the glory, for the work to be done in the earth. To bring glory to God's name through his son, Jesus Christ. And this is what it's all about men and women of God, my brother and sister in Christ Jesus. We edify the true living God, although they may make mockeries and this and that. Who cares what the enemy does, right? He said, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Or he that seems as prosperous in his evil ways. Don't, I'm slang, don't trip. Don't trip. Because God will reward you according to the promises in the Bible that he says that he gives to his children. You say those promises out loud. Read them. Read them. Deuteronomy 28. Read the promises. Hallelujah. Those belong to you, believer. And see, that's why the enemy don't want us to use the word of God. Because it's powerful. It's powerful. Just like the Pastor John Hagee. Never knew that testimony. But that's why we got to, we, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I'm here today for my brother and sister to overcome that which he or she may be going through today. Don't give up. Do not give up. And then in James chapter five, I thought this was beautiful. It says, if anyone among you suffers, let him pray. This one right here. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. If anyone's cheerful, let them sing songs. And it has more to the scripture, but I'm focused on that. If you cheerful, sing song, psalms unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not saying during difficult times that that, that it's going to be easy. But I love the scripture that says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And then I just learned through actually watching uh, uh, Pastor uh, John Hagee when he said happiness is different from joy. Happiness is based on what's happening in your life for that moment. But the joy of the Lord is different. The joy of the Lord is everlasting. This is why I believe he said this to the children of Israel. Because you did not serve me. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart. It wasn't in your heart, you see. It wasn't in my heart back then because I was immature. Was I, 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 I was serving on the Lord based on what was happening in my life. On the good things that were happening. And if something bad, I'm leaving. No. No. 
not anymore. And thank God for his mercy and his grace who enabled me to learn over the years. It took time. It was a process. Oh, I got to stand still. And women, I know sometimes it's hard out there for single women. When, when you're trying to raise your children in the, in the best way that you know how, under God's loving arms, and and you get caught up. And that's that's the enemy. Get a, my, my recommendation is get a support group. Family, friends, church members, don't be isolated. Because that's what the devil wants you to do, be isolated. As I mentioned as in, in my previous recording, a cult-like activity, cult members, cult leaders like you isolated. And the same thing with the enemy does. Single women, they want you by yourselves, the enemy, to get you when you're lonely, when you when you have no one. So I pray that you get in, in groups, you support groups in the church, uh, friends, activities, whatever it is. Because you're going to need that. Because the enemy will try to attack you. will try to attack your mind. Even when I was talking to my family member the other day, and she was explaining to me... Um, how when the people don't want to participate in the activities at where she stays, they just want to stay in their their room. They they lose they end up losing their mind, you know. And and God made us social beings. He made us social beings, but sometimes people they so isolated that they end up cracking. Something happens, and that's the trick of the devil. That's what the devil wants. And it's for some of them, you know, it, it's too late. But God is a deliverer. But my point being is that the devil will try to isolate you with sadness, depression, whatever it is. Lack of hope. No. Because right here he says, this is important. If anyone's cheerful, let him sing psalms. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Don't forget the Lord in your singing. Hallelujah. He deserved praise too, right? It says, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. For praise from the upright is beautiful. Listen to that. For praise from the upright is beautiful. God is so proud of you when you stand in steel, when you praise in Him, when you worship in Him, and so to speak, when all craziness is breaking loose around you. And you, you're looking at him. You're seeing his beauty. You're seeing everything he's done in the past for you. You're seeing what he's done for other people. And you're praising him for that. He's so proud of you when you do things like that. Right? The Bible says, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He literally prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Right? So that you got, you got to have that joy from the Lord. You're not, you're, you're, it's not, you're, you're praising God. It's not predicated on what's happening in your life at that moment. Because you have joy in the Lord. And this is what the world don't understand. They don't understand how you can still be happy. At all havoc may be breaking loose, so to speak, in your life. Hallelujah. So my brother and sister, you keep, keep looking to the hills from which coming your help because you know your help comes from the Lord and you stand on his word and he will get you through that next, that trial or that experience or that challenging time. And then you go a little higher 
And then you go through something else. And then you go through a little higher. Then you go through something else. Because at the end of the day, all of this is bringing God glory. In the heavenlies. You may not be like a Pastor Rick Warren. You may, may not be like a Paula White. You may not be like a Sarah Jakes. You may not be like these worldwide televangelists. But God sees you. God hears you. God knows you. Keep doing good, my brother and sister in Christ Jesus. Hang on in there. Don't leave God because it's tough. Don't leave him. Keep him in your heart. Tell him the truth. Say, it's tough, God. I need your help. This hurt, God. I don't like the way it feels. God, hold me. God, comfort me. God, you said you send the comforter. So can the comforter comfort me right now? Use the word of God. That's why it's there. Right? So I want, my prayer is that you be encouraged and know that you're not by your side. I mean, excuse me, that you're not by yourself. Then God is by your side. Hallelujah. He will never leave you nor forsake you. This is a promise to his children. Okay. And I'm trying to drive it home. Just because you are going through, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that God doesn't see you. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. Sometimes it's just a test. He tests our hearts. He matures us. As I said in my previous recording, it, it's, 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 uh, it's preparing you for the war, so to speak. It's preparing you for battle. But ultimately, everything brings God glory when you stand still and when you trust him. And when you listen to his direction and right now, these beautiful rejoice in the Lord, all ye righteous for praise from the upright is beautiful to God. Praise the Lord with a harp, make melody to him with an instrument of tin and strings, sing to him a new song, play skillfully with a shout of joy, with a shout of joy. With a shout of joy. It's something about that word joy, huh? For the Lord, for the word of the Lord is right. And all his work is done in truth. He loves righteousness and justice. The Lord is full of the goodness. Excuse me. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Yes, it is. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Trust me, it's more good in the world than not. It really is. It really is. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. See, look, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. So the Lord spoke things into existence. I'm speaking his word for the promises to manifest. Because he spoke it, I'm going to speak it, you see. And I decree and declare my brother and sister in Christ Jesus do the same thing today. So I just pray that something is said and taught that will lift you up, that will encourage you, that will break shackles of depression off your life and and remove hindrances and change mindsets for the glory of God in the name of Jesus. That's my prayer today for you to be equipped, not out of emotion, hallelujah, but out of power 
from the word of God. Be blessed, my brother and sister in Christ Jesus. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Right now, Lord, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, I ask you to bless my brother and sister, Father God, from power on high, breaking them from any oppression, any spirit of depression, Father God, that will try to hinder their growth, Father God. I bind the attack of the enemy over their lives right now in the name of Jesus, letting them know that they're the head and not to tell the above, only not to be me, Father God. I thank and I praise you for your angels and camp around my brother and sister in Christ Jesus to comfort them no matter what they may be going through right now, Father God. I thank and I praise you for your revelatory knowledge that you impart unto my brother and sister in Christ Jesus to make it to another day, to make it through another level. In the name of Jesus, surround them in your love, Lord God. Thank you for sharing your, your mercy and your grace in my brother and sister in life, Lord God. And I decree and declare they will do what you have created them to do on this earth. It shall manifest itself in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I break the spirit of suicide. Right now, in any of my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, who may seem like they have no hope right now, but that's a lie from the devil, and I bind that lie, and I send it back to the pit of hell where it belongs, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, the Bible says, you give life, and you give life more abundantly, and that life belongs to my brother and sister in Christ Jesus, who listen to this recording, Lord God, and I ask for those who don't know the Lord, I ask, Lord God, that you soften their hearts, Father God. That they call on you for help today. Hallelujah. That they repent. That they want to change from their ways, Father God. That they say this prayer with me. Lord God, forgive me of my sins and my transgressions. That I committed unto you, Heavenly Father. That you send your son who died on the cross for my sins, my iniquities, my hangups, my transgressions. Lord God, I ask you to come into my life, take over my life, come into my heart, make me new through your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross and who was buried and who resurrected, who now sits at the right hand of the Father, that I may have eternal life and be healed and made whole in the name of Jesus. And I decree that they said that prayer, Father God. And if that person who didn't know Christ said that prayer, I want you to know that you are a believer. You're a Christian. And read Romans chapter 9 for yourself. And I pray that you get into the Bible. Read, Please read the Bible. Hallelujah. Please read it. And find a full gospel church. F-U-L-L. Ask God to lead you where he will have you to go. But it's important to have fellowship. Even though some churches are not open, you can find live streaming services. You can find them on YouTube. You can find them in apps. Just ask God to lead you because it's important to have community in the church, in the body of Christ. So that's my prayer for you today. Those who don't know Backslider, as you heard the recording, I was a Backslider. I had to repent. I wanted to repent. Hallelujah. And 
I compel you to do the same thing and come on home back to the father, your first love. Hallelujah. Because he never left you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless God. He never left you. But come on home back to the father. and He has great plans for your life. Be encouraged today, my brother and sister in Christ. Know that he loves you with an everlasting love. Amen.